Now we return you to the test card and some music. Welcome to the Pilot's Take 89, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows past and present. He is Jed Shepard. And that guy is RJ the Third. You may know him as Rob mm, Jelly. You might just call me Rob. But officially I am Rob Jelly the Third. That is right. Absolutely. I need to get my passport changed for that, by the way. You'd, I've changed it. I, Have you? I've got, oh, that's uh, yeah. very kind of you. Uh, it's a bit of a weird story, but I changed it. Well, I'm not going to complain, mate. That's too many questions, that's mate. A, that's some admin I didn't need yeah. in my life. So two, two people died. Appreciate the effort, man. Yeah, this is fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. really appreciate it. Thanks so much. You good? Yeah, I'm very, very good. You're still wearing mittens. I am. But no, a week later. Well, glittens, as we call them. Glittens, yes. Glittens. But it's been snowing. It's, it's snowing. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's actually you know, we quite nice. We get some people saying, it's snowing. Yeah. Not like, hang on, I didn't subscribe to your weather report, mate. <laughs> Well, I'm not, I can't remember when I did that. Yeah, how about STFU? Do you know, do you know people do that? They just, you just get a text, snow. it's snowing. No, no, yes. no, I just get snow. As yeah. if I'm supposed to know, what, what is this, like a word association game? I just text back and just... Oh, that reminds me. So, okay, once upon a time, I lived with five Brazilian girls. <laughs> no joke. Where's this story going? Because um, when I used to, I, as you know, I used to work in the circus. Um, yeah, that's you know right. That. And uh, some of my co co-workers were Brazilian girls, and they were like, "Do you want to move in with us?" And I'm like, "Cool." And um, one of the Brazilian girls had never seen snow before, right? So it was like, like February, mm. and she was in her room sleeping because it was the early in the morning. I was up, and I was like, "This is snowing. It's snow. I'm going to surprise her. I'm going to show her snow. I'm going to be the first person <laughs> to show her snow." So, when you say show her snow, yeah. did you? Go outside. Correct. Pick up some snow. Correct. Come back inside. Correct. Throw it in her face. 100% correct. <laughs> Not only that, I kind of forgot. That's how people should experience snow first time. I forgot that when you compact snow into a snowball, it effectively hardens. Yeah. And when you bring it inside, it kind yeah. of melts a bit. Yeah. So it's basically a rock. <laughs> by the time it was in my hand, the walking time, towards the time her room. it becomes a projectile, it's essentially yeah. a stone. And I knock on her door, and she's like, uh, which is the international Brazilian words for go away. I'm sleeping. Yeah. I burst open the or door. Or in jet language, open the door. Yeah. I burst, o- I burst open the door. She sits bolt right up in bed, and I throw this snowball directly <laughs> in her face. Instantly, as the snow left my hand, I was like, this is the wrong thing to do. <laughs> I have done the exact wrong thing to do. I have done what they call it in the industry. Yeah. Fucked up. <laughs> I know. The snowball pelts her in the face. Full blast. Explodes. I've never heard anyone shout at me so much. Chad! And then everyone comes bursting. I'm, like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But you know when you do something and you realise you don't realise it's mad until you've done it and you're just like, yeah. oh, I can't believe I'm in this situation how long did the throw last like how long were you in slow motion for I was well to be honest it lost some of the speed because I was quite far away I was by the door and I got her from like, the other side of the room yeah. so uh, it was a good shot it was a good shot it was a really I mean, good shot I mean, kudos you got her straight in the mush with yeah, a distance so. it was a good shot and she stood bolt right up in bed as well um yeah, and then she was crying and crying, and I had to basically get her cups of tea. She hates snow now. For the entire time. And she was a ballerina as well. Oh. She, she was a ballerina. Her face and her mobility is, is what she was doing, and um, yeah. 
and you threw snow at it. Yeah, was, uh, I mean, it, like, it was. Yeah, well, it was an impact, but it's still snow in the end, so it's yeah, not. It's, yeah. it's not going to kill her. No, that is uh, true. Yeah. How do we get? Oh yeah, because it's snowing here. Because it's freezing in the UK it's right freezing. now. I don't know. <laughs> um, I know we got a lot of people listening to us in the UK, but I know there's a few people who listen further afield. So thank you yeah. very much for joining in the uh, the podcast fun. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's been really really cold in the UK, like really sort has. of zero degrees, pretty much for the last week, two weeks now. Pretty much. But I, I'm one of those people who prefer cold weather than warm weather. Likewise. Yeah. I'd much rather be cold because I can warm myself up. I'll start yeah. doing a bit of jogging, maybe a bit of bokwa. Um, it doesn't exist. It does exist, in, in Jed. The, it does exist. No, I did some Googling. Maybe I can't spell it properly, but bokwa does not exist. It does exist. I'm telling you. It it's doesn't. a real thing. It's, um, it's a real thing. I'm a real boy. Um, real. Before we start, though, mm. I have noticed that what's just been released is the yearly... Um, kind of release schedule for the new shows for Netflix. Coming up this year on Netflix. Exactly. Okay. And the Radio Times. So if you guys check out the radiotimes.com uh, website and uh, I'm sure it's on a lot well, of Well, we like websites. to think that we're kind of sitting alongside these sorts of lists, really, because yes. we're sitting through all the television, past and present, as we've mentioned, yep. um, and sort of saying, hey, this is a show you should watch, and the uh, first episode exactly. really sets the standard. Or we kind of go, well... Yeah. If you can push through the first episode, you might be all right. Exactly. You know, or just don't bother watching it. That's essentially what we're doing. That's exactly. So I'm going to just pick out the highlights, just because um, you guys out there need to know what's coming up, just so you can plan your yeah, schedule. Definitely. And obviously, if it's new, we all, and we haven't done it before, we'll probably look at it. I imagine but there's going to be some stuff on here that we have already done. Some of our favourites, yes. Okay. So let's start in January, um, mm. a series of unfortunate events, series three. That's currently already on there. Oh, which um, actually didn't do too badly on our list previously. So yes. where is that? Uh, 14.5, which is a pretty healthy that's score. That's pretty good. Out of 20. Yeah. That's a pretty good score. And then last week we obviously had, or two weeks ago, we had Sex Education, yep. um, which is another thing that, is that you season watch. two? Uh, Sex Education, no, season one. There's only been one season of that so far. Oh, okay. Um, and then you've got, uh, later on this month, you've got Star Trek Discovery season two. Actually, episode one of that's dropped. Um, I love Star Trek Discovery. I really recommend it. We haven't done that yet. We haven't done that. Um, and something that we should do is The Punisher, maybe, because we've done all the other Marvel ones. So maybe we should The Punisher, because The Punisher no, season well, two. We haven't done Iron Fist yet. Oh, God. Do we have to? I'm afraid we do. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, I have a family I mean, tie to that we, we don't show, have though. To so do it yet. Yeah. We can wait until we die. Yeah. And then we get out of it by default. Yes. I do have a family tie to that show. Well, so. Iron Fist. Yeah, because um, Colleen Wing on it, played by mm. Jessica Hennick, is the my, one of my sister's best friends and also godmother to my nephew. And I'm godfather. So we're god, godparents together. So it'd be very hard to give uh, Iron Fist a bad mark and I probably will so oh well these yeah. are the things we have so to that's do January February uh, the thing that I've picked out from from this is a show called Dirty John that's coming out on I'm in yeah <laughs> it's a show that's coming out on Valentine's Day and it is based on a podcast called Dirty John and it is absolutely brilliant okay um, and I really really recommended that that's February uh, skipping ahead to March yes. um, we have got uh well, Brooklyn Nine-Nine's come on to Netflix because Netflix saved Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, sorry, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, so, yeah, so season five started. We should really do that because that's a very popular show. be great to do that. Um, the cop 
that's right show yes yeah, the yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, comedy yeah. show um, and also in April we have got season 2 of Sabrina which I'm very very oh, much super, looking forward well, that to that gives me some time to finish season 1 then have you not finished it well, no, well you know as we say this regularly there is sometimes just too much to watch and not enough time that is that is very very true um, then we've also got um, in June we have got uh, the new series of Glow season 3 of Glow excellent and uh, Mark Maron and yeah Mark Maron et al did you enjoy Glow? We we gave it some. some we gave good it a decent score. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it about fifteen, I think, uh, on the uh, on the league table. Yeah, and uh, because I don't want it to, to last forever, here's some other shows. Just going to give a brief overview. Go on. So you've got uh, Black Mirror season five. Can't yep. wait for that. Uh, we've also got uh, Ozark season three coming out later on this we year need on to Netflix. Do Ozark as well, by the way. We really need. I to. know we did that. No, did we do Ozark? We did Ozark. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, that, we did about, just before Christmas. Yeah, not long before Christmas. Um, uh, what's his face? Oh, Bateman. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Jason Bateman, yeah. Um, one I'm very much looking forward to, but there's no set date just yet. It's the fourth season of Lucifer. Now, Amazon oh. got rid of it, cancelled it, and Netflix was just like, oh, I'm going to take it. Because Not happening. It is, I love Lucifer. It was a okay. real surprise to me. It's about the devil, but it's, it's, it's brilliant. All right. Um, and I'm going to just say one more thing for the rest of the year that I'm looking forward to very, very much, and that's the Dark Crystal TV show. Um Actually, no, it's, it's basically a Netflix film type thing, even okay. though it doesn't fit into our show. But The Dark Crystal, which is uh, like a continuation of the, the Dark Crystal film from the 80s, Jim Henson vehicle. Yeah. Um, so very much looking forward to So there's lots to look forward to this year. Yeah. And we'll do most of those on this very podcast. We certainly will. But obviously, we're not just going to do the sort of stuff that's Netflix and Amazon based. We'll do BBC stuff, American stuff. We'll even do some weird you know, European stuff, if you suggest it, and all you've got to do is tweet us. Yes. Um, you've got all our details, and if you haven't, we'll give them to you at the end of the episode, because it's time to crack on with formats. Let's do that. And at least this week, it'll be an educational week. Oh, God. People will learn stuff this week. Oh, God. Not just which television shows to watch and which to avoid. I think they'll avoid this podcast. I don't think they will. Two educational shows, Rob. Yeah. You've got to make this entertaining. Uh, trust me, these two are entertaining. Okay. Slightly, in slightly different ways, but neither one, yeah. nonetheless. Uh, let's crack okay. on. My suggestion is first this week, Ooh, okay. and it is the now 10-year-old yes. educational show that is Horrible Histories. Terrible Tudors, gorgeous Georgians, Siamese Tudors, small Victorian, woeful wars, ferocious fights, stingy castles, daring knights, horrors that defy description, cutthroat council, bull Egyptian, vicious Vikings, cruel crime, punishment from ancient times, Roman rotten, rank and ruthless, cavemen, savage, fierce and toothless, groovy Greeks, brainy sages, need a Muslim Middle Ages. Gory stories, we do that, and your host a talking rat, the past is no longer a mystery, welcome to Horrible Histories. Brilliant theme tune, man. Very Honestly. good. Yeah. Unnecessarily good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't I mean, need to be that good. It's right in there. Straight away, the show comes on. Bang. Theme tune, title sequence, um, a, a montage, a mosaic of uh, imagery. And uh, though it did remind me of the Big Bang uh, intro, Big Bang Theory intro. Yeah. And that's, that's minus points already. Oh, come on. Don't start giving it minus points. Similar theme song as well. But this is punk rock. The montage. This is like, this is punk rock education. It's like sticking it to the man, but wow. also, let's learn some things. Sticking it to the Neanderthal man. <sighs> or the Roman but, man. All right. Well, don't, don't be too hard on it just from the theme tune alone. Okay. What did you think overall? What your instincts sort of reactions to the whole thing? I used to read the books. Yep. Likewise. Um, I remember 
bringing the horrible history book into history class, <laughs> thinking I was a right rebel. And uh, I remember, for some reason, I still had my hand. I was like, I've got a book about history, and we're just reading facts from the horrible history books. <laughs> and it was stuff like the Romans had a room called the Vomitorium. They used to puke up all of it, and all the kids would go, um, yeah, I was, I was such a weirdo. You were a God, little, that was not a right changed, bloody weirdo. Not a lot of change. Um, but the thing is, the books like like you, I I read a lot as you a had kid, to, didn't you? Um, and and obviously they saw they saw a market in making this into a TV show, bringing yeah. it to life, making it more visual because children are now plonked in front of TVs uh, quite often rather than given a book. And I would encourage you to get the books as well because I think the Solid. the books were excellent. Yeah. And and you can kind of refer back to them whenever you're really fancy, but um. This is a really great show. I think this is fantastic. It's really, really um, attentive. It just yeah, keeps your attention. Good. It moves really quickly, which is 50% a compliment, 50% a criticism. Because one of the things I, I did feel with this was there was too many topics in one episode. Yeah. I feel like it's because in the book, it does switch topics quite quickly. Yeah. Um, I think you notice it more in visual form in the television yeah. format than you would in the book format but like if you picked a book up that was like you know the you know the rotten romans for yeah. example um you would be reading about the romans in that book yeah. that book would be about the romans whereas mm-hmm. each episode i feel like they didn't sort of tell me that they were going to do six different topics if i knew at the top it was rotten romans uh and then it was the frightful, frightful first, first world, world war, war putrid pirates savage stone, savage stone age. age vicious vikings and the gorgeous georgians yeah if I knew it was six, I'd have been ready yep. for the six. But I found, like, by the time I got to the Savage Stone Age, I was thinking, how many more of these is it going to be? <laughs> and, and I genuinely thought, felt like that. And that's not to have a go too much because each of the segments I found was brilliant. I thought they were but really well done. I agree. But then you've got to think, this is aimed for, like, small kids. Yeah. Their attention spans are zero. zero. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to kind of get whether or not this would work with a younger audience because I, I can't apply that sort of patience or that lack of concentration yeah. that a younger person would have. But I've, it, like I learned a lot of things from it. You know, I was watching yeah. it and I was thinking to myself, oh, blimey, I forgot about that. Or I didn't know that, you know, and, and just little things like that. And it's really entertaining as well. The, the Roman thing where they were talking about the, the funerals, that Roman funerals, yeah. they would often have two of the slaves fighting to the death um, for entertainment. Yeah. And obviously the point is that they would fight to the death at a funeral. And therefore, you'd have another funeral for the slave that's died, and it'd be almost like a vicious cycle of just fighting death. And, and death. Yeah. Um, but you know, apparently, this is all true, and and they use the the narrator uh, or the narrator, should I say, because he's a rat, a talking <laughs> yeah, rat, yeah, yeah. Um, to sort of interject between it and sort of confirm that you know what what is being acted out on screen or being said on screen yeah. is indeed the actual truth. Like that's what mm-hmm. we we found out about it, and I think it's great. I think it really is like a proper fun way of getting kids to learn stuff. Do you know what I thought the whole time while watching this? Yep. Rob would love to be in this. Oh, God, yeah. I was yeah. like, Rob could play that part. Yeah. 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 I can imagine you. If they're continuing to make horrible, which I know they are, yeah. uh, horrible histories for the next few years, foreseeable, yeah. and and they need, I am well up for this. I can see you dressed like a Roman right now, just wandering yeah. around, just, who goes there? Strutting my stuff. Yeah. Yeah, waving Fight, my sword around. Fighting a lion. Yep. Absolutely, I, it, it's it's brilliant. I love yeah. it. I think it's really good, and stuff like this is super vital in a world where we've got lots of children's television. Yeah, um, and I I can't help it. I'm not a parent, so I'm not going to make any comments here. But I can't help but think I've got a, nep- a very young nephew who's not even one yet, and I think the stuff stuff he watches and think 
all right, while he wouldn't understand the horrible histories yet, yeah. if he watched it, there'd be a nugget or two that would just go in there and it would stick with him. Because like they're, they're like sponges, aren't they, when they're kids? Yeah. So, I can imagine just right now, he's probably just watching wall-to-wall pug wall. Oh, um, yeah, I mean, he's obsessed with it. Everyone's, is, all the kids are in the pug wall. They're into, yeah. I but mean, it's not educational. So no. um, Horrible Histories... It's it's making education fun. It's like yeah. it's like a, a Trojan horse. It's like wrapping up an educational show in the form of a, a fun, like, action. I guess the thing as well because history is one of those subjects which you know I'm, I'm one of them. You know, it can it can be not interesting. Not I wouldn't call it boring because it's the wrong word, but it, it can be uninteresting for some kids. And yeah. unless you make it engaging. They switch off. Exactly. And the kids are the future, so they need to learn about history. To, to paraphrase the lyrics from the theme song from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, yep. the cartoon, to save the future, we must learn about the past. Exactly. Yeah. Wise words indeed, Bill and Ted. Yeah. Um, but it's brilliant. It is really great. Great theme song to start with. They sing the title, yes. which is always a bonus yeah. point, point for us. Point straight away. Um, horrible history. <laughs> brilliant. Love it. Um, and I just, yeah, for me, it was... It, it, I felt like they need like a contents like sort of page. Yeah. It felt like they'd almost too literally took taken the book and plonked it on the screen yeah. for me. So it was just a little bit too many different subjects going on. I see what you mean, yeah. But each individually had some really good points. The Rotten Romans, um, an overzealous fight um Roman uh, who was was it had a it had a bee? They were fighting animals. Yeah, and they they're trying to certain, become gladiators. Certain animal. When you become a, when you when you're a gladiator and you fight certain animal, or if you fight animals, you are a certain type of gladiator. And yeah, if you fight other, rank sl- and yeah. Stuff, yeah. And um, this one sort of apprentice gladiator uh, had been sort of trying to get the title, and he said, "Well, yeah, but you've only had a bee," <laughs> and, and it literally means fighting a bumblebee, which which I thought was quite funny yeah. and would have gone over kids' heads. But for a grown-up, the mummy no, sat well with. I enjoyed it. It was quite nice. <laughs> it was quite a good little comment. Um, moves on to the frightful First World War, when they have like quiz questions. Well, it was like a really steady cook ripoff, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, in a really steady, yeah. really steady feast. Yeah, um, which was quite funny, but also like disgusting because you're thinking, like, again, to children, First World War is not very interesting. Yeah. Um, they, they don't care, they don't understand it and because they're tiny children. Mm-hmm. But they've suddenly made it funny and interesting because you've got this person bringing up this soup and it's sort of got water from the toilet. Yeah. Um, and they say that, you know, this is actually true, this is what used to happen. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can imagine like a little kid going, oh, that's disgusting. Exactly. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. the First World War, they drunk the toilet water. That's horrible. <laughs> but they don't realise it, but they that's information that's going in. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and they can you know, learn, take that bit of knowledge onwards and, and do their own sort of finding out from there. Um, I thought the pirate bit was excellent. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed the putrid pirates. Captain Black Bart. Yeah. They're in a bar talking about getting this black spot, which is a sort of message from someone who's after you that yeah. you're, you're going to be killed. And he's teaching the, the newbies. Yeah. And he's sort of seeing blocks, like little splodges of ink and things on him. He's going, no, I spilt, I spilt something earlier down myself. And there's some squid ink from my lunch earlier on. And a Dalmatian walks in and he freaks out. <laughs> um, and there's lots of little funny parts like that, that, you know, it's just keeping the kids entertained and interested. Yeah, The episodes are only 24, 25 minutes long each. Yep. You're getting six totally different subjects in there. So that's barely four minutes a a sort of subject and and like you say there's that's a lot that's enough time yeah, for a kid yeah. they're not going to concentrate much longer than that that's um, true yeah and it's almost a bit like quick fire 
It's and and there's loads of episodes yeah. as well. There are lots of episodes, 100 episodes. Is there really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And if you think that, you know, each one of them is going to have five or six different subjects in, and I appreciate they'll probably go back and do Rotten Romans a dozen times, yeah, and yeah. the Putrid Pirates probably get a dozen little clips throughout a series. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, I mean, one thing I really quite liked, um, another sort of grown-up sort of nod in it, was the Stone Age tool set. Yep. Um, you know, in the Savage Stone Age, there was going the Stone Age tool set now available with extra blunt stone. Yeah, like a fake um, infomercial type and thing. Like a JML ad. Yeah, um, and that's, that's why I wrote down JML <laughs> ad. I was thinking this is just brilliant. And <laughs> and you know, again, when you're when you're doing a show, when you're aiming at a very particular audience, mm-hmm. and you know by default that audience comes with a secondary audience. Yeah, a children's show definitely comes with a grown up you know, accompaniment, um, having those little moments in it at least makes it mildly, you know, less annoying yeah. for the grown-up that's kind of having to watch it or has put it on. It's true, it's um, true. And I think, you know, there's probably a a commandment that we should put these shows against uh, that doesn't technically exist in our list. Um, Which is? I don't know. I'm trying to think how to word it, but... One thing I do while you while you think about that, one thing I noticed about this is yeah. it's the kind of show that you you can sit your kids in front of, but you will learn yourself watching it. The parents mm. can easily learn stuff from this, and it's not just aimed at the kids, even though it's quite fast paced. Yeah, it is almost aimed at everyone. Yeah, well, maybe that's what it is. It's like the whole. Rec- would you recommend it mm-hmm. now? I wouldn't recommend this to like someone of my age who's yep. into history because it would be like, well, that's pointless. I know more than yeah. than the teaching me. But would would you sit your would you sit your nephew and niece down in front of it? Yeah. So rather than would you recommend it to someone, mm-hmm. would you sit down a child that you know mm-hmm. in front of it? And I think the answer for that one for me is certainly yes. Yeah. I'd sit my nephew down in front of that, and I think. He probably wouldn't understand it because he's not even one yet. But and like he's obsessed with Pugwall, so like uh, yeah, I mean he, he would just turn around and go, he'd just be like oh, Pugwall, Pugwall, yeah, exactly. Uh, he can't even say mum and dad yet. That was his weird. first words. <laughs> yeah, bloody nerd. Um, but yeah, I think it's really good. I mean, I don't know if we can run some of the commandments yeah, past it. it at this point. Um, so, would you watch episode two? Yes, I'd um, I'd watch more. Yeah, because you don't not, have to watch it sequentially, do you? Yeah, no, you don't. And yeah. I think maybe that's a good thing, because possibly with this particular type of show, hmm. forcing you to stay in order would maybe be detrimental. Yeah. But enabling you to sort of drop in and out of any episode that you're choosing. Yeah. I'm going to make it fairer. Okay. Would you watch this, an- another episode, with like your niece and nephew? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that counts. That yeah, counts. I, I would watch another episode of this. Yeah, I think the fact you don't have to watch number two yeah. next is almost it's a bit of an advantage. It's got its own yeah. advantage to that point. That's true. Yeah. Um, does it have a memorable theme tune? Yeah, it does. I yeah. think if you listen to this five or six times, that is stuck in your ear. <laughs> Might drive you mad though. Mm, yeah, uh, well, I'm already a little bit mad. Does it introduce you to a new character and journey? Mm, no, mm. but I think because it has so many things going on. I don't think you could empathise with, with anyone no. in this. So no. I would say no to that. I don't think you emotionally connect with anything. No. Um, would you pause for a pee? No. No. Uh, would you recommend it? Yes. Yeah, I'd definitely recommend it. Recommend it to other parents or I certainly would sit my nephew down in front of it. Is there yeah. a mic drop? No. But it's the wrong sort of show for that. Well, maybe I'll take that back a little bit. I think even I watched it at times and thought, I didn't know that. Yeah. The Pirate Rule Book, for example. Yeah. 
I had no idea that they had a, a curfew. Like, and I know it's not. I know it's not a mic drop as such. I was thinking that wasn't that, that wasn't true. Because they're pirates, they're renegades. Why would they stick to a rule book? Rules of the sea, mate. <laughs> right, okay, that's the answer then. There you go. Yeah, rules <laughs> of the sea, mate. I'm like, they, you use that answer for that's, everything. That is my answer for everything. I'm like, rules of the sea, mate. I'm like, Rob, what? what why rules you... of the sea. Arr, rules of the sea. Well, Rob turned up today, like an hour late. I said, like, Rob, where have you been? Rules, rules of the, of the sea, mate. mate. <laughs> <laughs> like, Duh, fair enough. You got me there. <laughs> rules it's of the a, sea. I'm going to use that. I, uh, tomorrow on my show, yeah. I'm definitely saying that. Rules of the sea. Every yeah. afternoon on my show, I'm going to say, just when you go, why are you saying rules of the sea, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Is, uh, does it defy expectations? <laughs> I think it does. I, I actually think I half expected this to be a bit rubbish. Well, I thought it would be as good as the book. And I. Is it as good I think as the it's book? as good as the book. Okay. I didn't think I it was did gonna, really I didn't, like the books. I didn't think it was going to be as good as the book. There you okay. go. And therefore, because I think it is. Yeah. I I think okay. it does. Ex- so it defies- for me, I think it slightly defies expectation. Okay. Uh, has it aged well? Still think yeah. it has. Yeah, yeah. Because it's history, so it's. Yeah, and I mean, this is eight sixteenth uh, of April. Sorry, two thousand nine. The first episode, um, hundred episodes of it, and series eight is on in April of this year. Uh, 2019. Um, yeah. So there's still more to come. Uh, and is the hype real? I don't know if it came with a lot of hype. I, f- I feel like this show should have been given a little bit more emphasis. Maybe because I'm not a parent, I didn't see it or it never... Well, I think went... there was a, the hype was with the books. So like turning into yeah. a TV show, there was a lot of expectation. I don't know. I think, I mean, it's a popular show, so... Yeah, well, it must be because it, they're, you're, they're being charged to watch it on YouTube Premium. Um, yeah, uh, I know. I think it's available elsewhere as well. And the BBC made it originally, or, um, and make it. Yeah. Um, so it's available probably on iPlayer for the month or so after it's broadcast. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I think I think it's certainly sort of living up to the hype, and it's certainly doing well. It's, it's standing tall still, uh, even ten years on after the first episode. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, 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 I really enjoyed it. Actually, I found it really interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm quite pleased that there is something like this for kids, and it's not all just yeah. one plus one is two, and whatever the yeah. flipping things are. Well, I also like, because like Sesame Street is a little bit like one plus one equals two, but they do it in a fun, mad way. And they the characters that you can kind of invest in. Like, yeah. Now, I know they aren't in this show, as we've said, but, you know, you feel like you're at least paying attention. Yeah. And not being brainwashed, like mesmerised, hypnotised and things like yeah. that. It's... I'm still up for doing a Sesame Street podcast, by the way. I, I was just waiting for you to, <laughs> to say when we're doing it. I feel like we have to do it from, from a dustbin, like Oscar the Grouch, though. Okay. Cram into a dustbin. Do it on the street. Do it on the streets. Well, find, a, get, get, find a dustbin. We get into the dustbin, close the lid. Yep. And we're just recording inside just a record bin. Inside, yeah. Just to make sure it's not bin day, otherwise we'll get emptied no, into the back yeah. of a truck. I think that's a good point. Idea. It's an idea without any flaws. No flaws at all, as far as I can see, mate. Yeah. Um, so, Horrible Histories, yes. uh, I really enjoyed, and I th- I'd like to give it a nice healthy score, but we'll do that after we've had a chat yeah. about your show this week, yeah. which is one I hadn't watched before. Yeah, well, my show... And it's even English. Well, it is, but it's not. It's French-Belgium. Well, it's a kind of show, it was uh, another educational show, and uh, I'll talk about it in a bit, but without further ado, it is Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 Life. Here's life, here's life, that's life. Sing a song of life. Every heart beats a miracle. Feel the rhythm 
absolutely love this theme song. Um, it feels like it goes on forever. Just when you think it's about to end, there's another verse. Yeah. Um, which I feel like it's a bit like life. Slightly unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. This theme tune as well. Like, it's, it's not needed. Yeah. But I kind of want to give it a point for just being that audacious. And yeah. I mean, the whole thing about this show is audacious. <laughs> it, it attempts to explain to small children life. Now, on a cellular level... Now, there have been scientists, greater minds than ours, if you can believe it or not, that have tried to explain in a simple way what life is, why we're here, how things started. This show tells you how things started in the most simple way. It's, it tells you how planets are made, it tells you how we were made, it tells you what's inside us. I feel like if you showed this to everyone in the world, we'd all be singing from the same hymn sheet. Yeah. We'd all be singing. I want to read you a sentence life, I wrote down life. that sort of, I think, sums up that sort of whole narrative there. Biochemical depth to this show is staggering. <laughs> you said that about every show, mate. I do, I do, actually. But, I mean, I just don't know who it's aimed at. I can't work out the the age gra- the gap that it's aimed at, or the age, age range. Well, I think kids in Europe are a little bit more intelligent than kids in England. I'm sorry, but I think they are. And I think this is aimed at well, this around is about 1987, right? I think it's aimed for like five to ten year olds, maybe. Okay, I can go yeah. for that. And uh, this show was—I think it's been sold all around the world, repeated millions of times because it's mm-hmm. educational. I think I remember it being shown in school, and then I remember seeing it on TV. Um, but it's basically a show about what happens inside a human body. And the way they do that is by giving you anthropomorphic body cells and blood cells and things inside your body. They give it faces and legs and let them walk about. Um, so you discover actually what happens when you breathe, when you but your heart beats, how, how your brain sends ex- messages around. Is it DNA? Yeah. Oh, man, that was good. It was like stickle bricks. Yeah. Yeah, two uh, weeks in a row I we mean, talk about stickle bricks. This is what I'm saying. Like We don't deal with DNA in... English education until you get to at least GCSE level. Did, did, did they? And I just think that's like on. 14, 15 year olds. When was DNA discovered? I feel like these DNA's guys... DNA's been around for a while, mate. When was it first, like... A long time ago. You like, sure? Yeah, more than 30 years ago. Which you is... sure this show didn't discover DNA? No. Pugwall did. Pugwall did, yeah, yeah. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you're on board. Yeah, so basically, before we get inside the human body, because this is basically... All set in the human body. Can we just discuss the title sequence before we even get into the show? <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Because seriously, this is bonkers, this show. Just, like, just on a visual level. If you turn the sound off and yeah. just watch the visuals, you would think you were watching some... Caco- it, like, Did you expect a sexy theme, so- <laughs> theme uh, montage? Wow. Yeah. You see human beings interacting with each other in a sexy way in this kid's cartoon. Not wearing clothes. Yeah. But there's no... Like graphic as such, but it's just weird. It's so celebrating. It's very European. It's very European. It is. 
Um, you can tell from the visuals that it's got exactly. A- so the t- a typical episode would be you first see like humans interacting. You see someone jogging through the park, then all of a sudden you see them breathe in, and then you see some particles from the air go through their nose into their lungs, and then that's you in the lungs now. Yeah, and you see how the the red blood cells interact with the white blood cells. How this red blood cell carries away oxygen and it do- takes away the carbon dioxide and how uh, the the guy who lives in the brain sends messages around the body um, and that's passed on like a mailman does around the body and it just makes everything very very simple for kids to understand what's happening inside your body and these kind of things are re- like horrible histories this is the kind of things are really important because kids have no concept of what is going on and why you're alive or Most how we got ups don't in no. fairness but you know what as a grown up watching this show I was like never knew that no, I never th- knew exactly. that exactly I, I learned things from this show as well now yeah I did a bit of A-level biology. So show off. Absolute show off. Yeah, I know. Well, let's just go. Hey, right? So, I, I mean, I, I have I have a bit of a fascination with how the human body works anyway. I've always been fascinated by but the you ana- do. anatomy and physiology yep, of the human yep. body. Also, the human mind Megan as well. Megan Fox again. Right, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> so, what was I saying? Oh, you've lost me. Uh, <laughs> you had a fascination about Megan Fox. Sorry, body. Human body. It's, it is incredibly, like, complex and diverse but actually at the core of it all it's all very much based on the same building blocks yeah and i think sometimes knowing how stuff works mm-hmm. often enables you to understand what it can do and and so on and so forth so i think as far as pitching this at young kids it's brave yeah but i really like it and i can't help but feel like having never seen this show before this week yeah I had this idea about six months ago. You did, so I, I remember think you I remember telling me running this by you. You did, and I was like, "Oh, that's like that show, Once Upon a Time Life," and you were like, "What? What is that?" I didn't realize I'd had an idea that already existed. <laughs> yeah, um, without even ever seeing it, and I'm glad that it exists. I am. I'm really pleased that it exists because I couldn't have been the only person that sort of thought to themselves, you know, one day. How does it all actually work? Like, if we were trying to visualise yep. the processes that happen inside the body, how we end up storing fats, how we end up controlling our blood sugar levels, how we mm. fight off infection when we cut ourselves, like, how do you explain that to someone without getting all technical yeah. in, a, in a medical sense? Well, you you basically design it like it's a, a factory. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's exactly what they've done with the this. The body is a factory. Characters. It's got the maestro who's kind of in charge of the whole thing. He's the yep. supervisor of the warehouse. Yeah. Uh, making sure that things get delivered and when things have backed up at one place, he goes, no, stop delivering them there, please. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, hang on. There's an emergency alarm going off over here. What's this all about? Yeah. What do you need? Do you oxygen. Need yeah. Right. Okay. Some right. Oxygen. Oxygen. Everyone over that way. And, yeah. and I love that. Like there's yeah. something... Actually, even as a grown-up, you can apply to like a situation that you've been in before. Yeah, that enables you to understand it, understand what's going on. Yeah, and I remember like watching this, and there's like an episode of like I think it was I think most of them start with like just people interacting in the real world. There's one like this one falls over and gets a cut on their leg or their arm mm. or something, and then it zooms into the body of how the body deals with a cut, how it like 
it sends like things to the surface, mm-hmm. so the blood congeals, so it it protects, yeah, it pro- makes a scab and protects the rest of the body from infection. It's just like this is because amazing. scabs. Are, I mean, that's a brilliant example because yeah. scabs are exactly what all children end up with because they fall over all the time, exactly, and they pick them because that's what children do. And the mom's like, "Don't pick your scabs," and the kids like, "Oh God, why not?" Yeah. and this is oh, so I don't die, right? Okay, <laughs> yeah, and and actually in, in a subtle way, that's what they're getting taught. They get yeah. taught that a scab is a good thing; they need yeah. to leave it on there because it's. It's basically the body sort of shield. It's a shield protecting yeah. the body. It is the, is the cones around the roadworks. Yeah, exactly. Um, whilst the work is going on underneath and behind it, it, it being fixed, yeah. there's sort of this safety barrier. This sort of like you know visual reminder that something's not right here, and we're fixing on it. We're working on it behind the scenes type thing. It, yeah. It's it is really clever, but I just I can't keep I can't help it. I can't help but go back to the whole. Uh, who's no, it for? Who's it for? Like, I genuinely don't... I've got an answer. Humans. It's for everybody. Well, that's, I, that I can really go for. That I can really go for. But I know that I learned was... st- I Watch this. I learned stuff. You do, you, it's rare that you learn stuff from watching an animation. Yeah. And this was designed to be for kids because this was shown like early in the mornings or like when they come home from school. It's not shown 9pm for like, adults. No. But adults watch this can learn, can learn from it. Something else I noticed about Wholesome. this... Sh- that's the word. Wholesome. That is the word for it. Um, something else I noticed about the episode in general, um, and it's not supposed to be noticed, but I I did. Yeah. The backing music that yep. goes on throughout the episode. Yeah. Get a chance to rewatch it, have a listen, just to sort of notice the music in the background. It was like an instrument tuition demo track. <laughs> now, if you've ever learned a school, if you've ever learned an instrument at school, mainly the sort of the cooler instruments rather than the recorder and things like that. Okay. Um, like if you ever learned guitar... Glockenspiel, you mean? The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Glockenspiel. drums, guitars, keyboards, things like that. If you ever did that sort of stuff, you would have learnt to play songs that yeah. were just sort of like kind of just instrumental tracks to, to prove you you know what you're learning, what you're doing. The tracks are always of the same style. Yeah. There's no other scenario. And like, So picture lift music right now. In your head... Imagine you're in a lift and you've got proper typical. And it's muffled as well because it's not in high tech hi fi. Right, that's lift music, and everyone knows that. They can associate that with a scenario, okay? Yeah. Um,. If oh, we probably should now have to put well, make sure you put an e on this on this episode for a okay, minute. Are we going to swear? No, I'm not going to swear. But if you if you even if you've never seen an e, right? Think about porn music, right? It's always that cheesy sort you've of. Just put, you've, wow. you've just put an e on this episode. Wow, right? Sorry, tough. Um, but like, there's this typical sort of stereotyping kind of sound for that sort of thing. Yeah, isn't it? there's a typical sound for big action epic hollywood movie yeah you know this big hans zimmer style john williams fanfare trumpets brass yeah. orchestra da, 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 da. right there's also a very certain niche of the market that is for instrument tuition demo tracks yeah and it's like they found one of these cds in the bottom of a drawer and went whack that on the back of it that'll be fine but that, no that, problem that style of music's really cool right now it's um that kind of style of music that's called like um uh, Incidental music, no, like like kind of vaporwave or like mall core. 
I like it. Yeah. Now, please, oh, sorry. Before, I, before it sounds like I'm having a go, yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah, and no, I, I do as well. I, I think it's really cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I need some of that for my radio show. I could do some <laughs> of that when I'm talking. I'll just um, record this. <laughs> that's, that's your there you go that's I'll your incidental music I'm going to loop that I'm going to loop that <laughs> that's available for all good ringtone stores and uh, some rubbish ones too you <laughs> just had that to it and I'm not sure I was supposed to notice it but where we watch these things in a sort of analytical sense yeah, yeah. It, it, to me I was sort of like what is that I think I know her background? analytical analytical yeah yeah yeah. she's long hair yeah sister Joanne analytical yeah, yeah. um I also liked, uh, I mentioned the maestro earlier, but I also quite like the uh, the idea of having this character that's kind of in charge of departments. Yeah. Because uh, it, it, he looks like the living embodiment of God, doesn't he? With yeah. a big, long, white beard. <laughs> He's just a big beard with eyes yeah. and a mouth. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and I think it's just, I mean, because right at the end of the episode as well, in, uh, the, the, the narrator, the lady who's sort of kind of giving you sort of, step-by-step sort of uh, overview of what's going on. She says that um, this is just the insight of one single cell of which you have 60,000 thousand million of in your body. And every day, 50,000 million cells are replaced and and gotten rid of. And then we jumped out the window when she said that. And I'm thinking... What is going on? Again, and that's that's referring off to other sort of educational, science-based programs which we watch today and that are made, the likes of Professor Brian Cox and such on the BBC. Mm-hmm. And they talk about like the space that there is, uh, uh, the, uh, space in, in the universe. Yeah. And they go that, you know, this, this next star is 37 million, billion, billion years away. And you yeah. think... I don't know where my car keys are, Brian. <laughs> I can't comprehend how far that is. <laughs> yeah. Like when someone says, you know, how long does it take you to get to the shop? Mm-hmm. Uh, five minutes? It depends. If I've got a hobble, probably seven. It's funny you say that because there is also, by the same people, Once Upon a Time Space, which deals with all the planets and stars just, and stuff. Again. This I, series is amazing. It, it is brilliant. I mean, they really do manage to talk about some very complicated things. Yeah. In an incredibly simplified way. Yeah. And I think this is a definite gateway into learning stuff that's boring in class. Mm-hmm. Um, I was having a conversation, um, sort of referring back to the horrible histories bit here. I talked to a lady who's um, done lots of stuff on uh, Richard III. Yeah. Recently as part of my radio show. And, and I said to her about history being really boring. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. So yeah. a woman came on about who's yeah. a historian. Yeah. And he was like, history is boring, mate. And yeah, it is. Because a lot of the time, history is just stuff in a textbook. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, this happened on this date. Job done. Move on. And there's no, like, investigative... Well, what did she say when you said that to her? Well, no, because no, she said... Cause, oh. and, and, she, and I said to her that because it's never really given any sort of depth or there's no stories told to it it loses a lack a lot of people and whereas she's done a lot of research into richard the third and the fact that he was killed in the battle of bosworth and he was only in rule for two and a half years he died at 32 years of age mm. and because the tudors didn't like him and they wanted him out they pretty much dumped him in a 
big hole in the middle of Leicester, and that's why in 2013 they found him under a car park, a council <laughs> car park, and they've now re like properly buried him in a cathedral and given him the proper royal treatment. Mm-hmm. The story that has come from it all is incredible. It's amazing. Like he was the twelfth child out of thirteen in a in a family. Um, lots of them disappeared mysteriously, and uh, that, that's all the incredible stuff. That's the stuff yeah. I want to know about. And he was found in the car park under <clears throat> the letter R. It was a painted letter R. Was it really on the ground? Yeah, mental. I know. It's, it, and that's the stuff that's really fascinating yeah. about it. And. If, even if you're not into history and you're into more science, I think you know it's this sort of stuff that Once Upon a Time kind of covers is all the stuff that you that is interesting. It's like yeah. what makes the human being? Like we're made of cells. Every one of the cells is pretty much the same. So how is it that the same cells that make up the hair on my head make up my elbow? And, you know, that they also make up my pancreas. Yeah. Like it's, it's nuts. Like, how are they the same things that they make three completely different parts of my body? Do you want to know the answer? Gone. Rules are the same, mate. Yeah, see, it's the rules of the sea, mate. <laughs> it's the rules of the sea. <laughs> it's the rules of the sea. Uh, pirates. Um, it's, it's brilliant. It really is. I'm slightly surprised that there's only 26 episodes, or maybe I'm not. Yeah. I mean, 26 episodes, and this is the sort of, this life one, I don't know how much... It goes into the sort of human side. So they had a space one. They have a life one. Yeah. Now, I think in the life one as well, and I, remember, I think I started watching the wrong episode before I found the right one. And okay. I was watching one about um, <laughs> birth. I was watching one about birth. And I've got to say, oh, okay, that, yeah. that was interesting on a graphical sense. Yeah, that if wasn't, you see what I'm saying. That wasn't the first episode, but that, that was in, in this Once Upon a Time Life. What birth was. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because obviously they explain cells. On a, so you're on a cellular level mm-hmm. um, in this first episode, but then they talk about birth, they talk about all sorts of other elements <laughs> of life. Yeah, so like um, the episodes, the second episode is called Birth, so that's about childbirth. Okay. Then it's about blood and the heart and breathing and the brain and the eye, the ear, the skin, digestion, teeth, etc. So it goes through all. I'm going to watch body. a lot of these. Yeah, you know? no, it's really, really interesting. <clears throat> um, I haven't seen any of uh, Once Upon a Time Space, but. Well, I'm fascinated to see what the ear is about. Being that yeah. my whole life is is making things like this podcast and doing a radio show as well. I'm, I'm fascinated, genuinely fascinated by sound. Yeah. I've always been. Like intrigued by Me too, how it works and how you can manipulate it as well. Um, so I, I, I do really want to go away and watch that one for sure. Okay. But as having said that, having watched episode well, twelve, the year, brilliant. But having said that, I have accidentally started watching the birth episode as well, and okay. I've got, as I say, I mean it's incredible. Like, <laughs> I mean on 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 many levels, it's fascinating and yeah, hilarious and. <laughs> just you walk in and your kids watching this and you're like, what are you yeah, watching I'm not going to lie to you if you what yeah that, that's it that is the perfect explanation for it and you know you you got to imagine you you're in the kitchen doing something and your child maybe your nephew or your niece your godchild is in the front room and they've watched <laughs> the birth episode for once upon a time you aren't going to walk in there and go uh excuse me what are you watching and they're going to turn around and say rules of the sea mate um <laughs> But you would, you would, you would momentarily freak out that they found a channel they should not be watching. Yeah. But it's also it's also done in such a a, a wonderfully delicate and um, and I would say professional fashion as well. Like yeah. there's nothing 
there's nothing rude or even innuendo about any part of it. Yeah. It's 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 really yeah. done very cleverly. And because it was made in the eighties, you, you might think, oh, <clears> but like <throat> like we've learned a lot more about the human body. Things have changed. Yeah, of course you have. Um, I'm looking at, at some inaccuracies. There's only been been a couple of inaccuracies. Uh, changes to ha- how we see the human body. So in one episode, um, they call the heart chamber the oracle, which is what it used to be called in the 80s, but since then it's now called the atrium. Uh, oh, really? Um, the heart so chamber. What was, it, what, was it, what was it called? Uh, it's called the, oric- uh, the oracle, A-U-R-I-C. Because it's the ventricles and atrium. The, yeah. It's what it's now called, because you've got the ventricles at the top. Yeah. And the atrium. It's what the atrium used to be called. And then... Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Um, instead... Now we call something the pulmonary artery. Yeah. And in the show, we call it the pulmonary aorta, uh, which is wrong. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, but, but I know you said you had the same idea, but there have been... Uh, I found a list of things uh, that were similar okay. as well. Um, there was a Japanese TV show called Cells at Work, which was a very, very similar concept. Yeah. And I don't... No, if you remember, but there was a, a film in like 2001 called Osmosis Jones, which is about the cells in the body and the things mm. in the human body anthropomorphized. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so it's a, it's kind of an interesting subject, and it's a really good way to learn things and to in a visual way. Yeah, sometimes words on a page are acceptable and the right thing to do, and other times you just need to see some sort of representation of it. Yeah. in a different form and. Um, yeah, this, they've, they've done this incredibly well. So thank you to whoever it was, the French-Belgian company that originally came up with this because yeah. it's, um, it is great. It really is great. I'm surprised um, more people don't watch this and it's not played on more uh, VHSs in schools I really feel on the last day of term. I've got another idea for it, another <clears throat> similar animated history type thing, but I think I'm going to save that for a few. Just don't want too many in the row. No, that's uh, true. That's true. Yeah. We, can, we can do that another time. All right, yeah. well, let's, let's run some of the... Uh, the criteria, the commandments yeah. against these shows. Let's do it for both at the same um, time, maybe. So, so, would you watch episode two of Horrible History? Oh, no, well, oh, we, sorry, yeah, we've done that, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, we, we kind of said we'd watch another one, for sure, but we don't have to watch them in order. Yeah. Once Upon a Time, I think yeah. the same thing applies. I would. Yeah. I don't think you have to watch the birth one next. No. I don't think it necessarily leads on from one to the it other. It doesn't. You can watch you it in any order. You probably watch them in any order. And, yes, I would. Yeah. I'm absolutely going to watch 12, oh, which cool. is the ear one. Um <laughs> Does it have a memorable theme tune? Yeah, I love that. I, it's quite a long theme tune, so yeah. it might take you a few listens before you start memorising it, humming it in your sleep. But I love yeah. it. I used to I used to go into YouTube and like find find the French version, listen to that. <laughs> Does it come with an take accordion? The road to wonder. <laughs> um, does it introduce you to a new character or journey? No, but uh, well, maybe the cells, but maybe you can only empathise with these like. Yeah, things, I mean, it's yeah. quite hard to do that. Would you pause? I think... I think you would have to, otherwise you'd uh, you'd miss something. Yeah, I don't know if I would. Yeah. If I could hold really, it for if, 20 minutes. Yeah, I, that's hard to say, that one, so maybe. Yeah. Uh, do you feel emotionally connected to one or more of the characters? Um no, I don't think no. it's one of those shows where you do. No. Not necessary, I think, is probably yeah. the answer to that. Would you recommend it? Yes, 100%. Yes, I would. Uh, is there a mic drop? I think it might be a... F- it's like an overall mic drop about how crazy the human body is, and how these things are going on inside you right now, and you don't even realise yeah. it. There are instructions and being given right now. maybe the intro as well. Maybe the opening sequence is a bit of a mic drop. <laughs> <Yeah>. Whoa! <laughs> it's like, oh, too much uh, skin. <laughs> too much skin. Um... 
does it defy expectations? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Never expected it to be this in detail and this in depth. So yes, mm-hmm. has it aged well? Yeah, yeah. it does. It's thirty-two years old this wow. year. It's just, and I've just said that the technical inaccuracies are few and far between. Exactly, and, and right they weren't even really inaccuracies. No. They were correct at the time of production, yeah, but exactly. we've scientifically moved to new names for things. So yeah. that's what it is. And is the hype real? Did it come with any Pretty hype? Pretty much no hype, which, which makes it better. Yeah, should absolutely. Yeah. Um, the cell planet, or I think it was cellular in 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 French or <laughs> yeah. Belgian. You are very fluent, um, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's the the cell. I guess is the title of the, the first episode because it's about you know cellular level stuff, and then uh, horrible histories was just called episode one point one. Minus points. Yeah, just call it pilot. You know what I mean? Call it pilot. You just you just gain the point. So scores then horrible histories. Yeah, I think I'm going to give this a very healthy eight. Mm -hmm. Why? Great theme tune, singing the title. Right. Yeah. Good point. Um, It's exactly the right length, I think, per sort of subject for who it's aimed at. It knows who it's aimed at. It's very sort of niche specific. Gives a few extra cheeky comment like references for grown ups to get. Um, easily to consume in less than the 24 minute, 25 minute chunk it is. You could literally yeah. put it on for the four minute segments at a time. Yeah. Um, easily drop, chop in, jump out. You know, I think it's it lends itself to being consumed in whatever size and shape you want. Yeah. And it's educational. I think they do a great job of putting across subjects that are quite boring in a classroom. So I might be a bit controversial now. Go on then. I love the books. I don't think this is anywhere near as good as the books. It didn't really keep my attention, but I guess it's not the point. Yep. Um, we going for five point five. Fine. That's. that's right. I know that's low. No, it's fine it's for an educational thing. Thirteen point five. We'll take it. Yeah. Just. For, yeah. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. I. Don't. I can't, to be honest with you, to an extent, I agree. I just think I was more impressed by it than I expected to be. I yeah. really thought it was going to be quite cack. Again, like you, love the books. Yeah. Didn't think they were going to do it justice, and I think they have, in yeah. my opinion. The books would get 9.5. Yeah, if not a 10. Yeah. Um, so, once upon a time, dot, 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 life. life. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm very nostalgic when it comes to this show, so I'm probably going to give it another couple of points because of that. I'm going to give it an 8. Yeah, all right. I think I want to go 7.5. It's a good score. Because uh, I'm just concerned that they don't know who they're aimed at. Yeah. And the title sequence is still weirding me out. 15.5 is a 15, healthy score. That's for that, a though. very good score indeed for two educational shows which yeah. are not technically aimed at us at this age in our life. Yeah. Neither um, make the f- top 50, though, do they? No, they'd have to make 17 right. points at okay. this point to get into the top 50. Uh, but we'll pop them in the list. Yeah. Um, 13 and a half, 15 and a half. So that's. that's Pretty healthy. Um, and so we need to decide what we're doing next week then, Jed Shepard. I turn my notebook over to a blank page, get ready to write some titles who's, down. Who's You're first? first. Oh, any, wow. Any, I mean, we've done... I genuinely don't... I don't I'm not, not, not going to lie to you. Look at the last three weeks we've done. Yeah. Horrible Histories Once Upon a Time Today. Robotech and Transformers the week before. Little Britain and Chris Morris' Jam the week before that. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. Give us strength. Okay. I might have to go second because I need to go through the list. Of... Okay. Well... Ooh. I feel like I want to do something a bit more grown up. I think we should. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think what's on the list, man. I wish There's we could some... just do Columbo again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really like that show. Yeah, we could. Well, 
Oh, oh I know. Go on then. You just thought of something, haven't you? Well, it's something. I just remembered what um, Michael on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Michael Coates on Twitter. I just remembered what he asked us to review. Go on. The Americans. We've done it. Oh, we did the Americans. We didn't did that. We? we did the Americans. Fifteen point five from memory. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I completely forgot that. No, when did we do the Americans? Age, about a year ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, uh, we, Michael. Put it, we put it against 24. We had it against oh, that 24. Makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and it was very good. It was, you wow. know, that was a very good episode. That was, How long have we been do- We've been doing this for two years? Uh, over 18 months. It's two years in May. Oh, my and the thing God. Is, and and okay. what you're proving there is that we really have reached a ma- massive milestone. We're <laughs> take 90 next week. That is 180 <laughs> pilot episodes we've watched. Okay. It's hard to keep track of these things, which is why we have notes. Okay. Um, I old or new? What are you feeling? Oh, I don't know. It's really no, you, 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 you pick first. Okay, you want me to pick first? Oh wow, this is hard. Okay. okay. Um, well, in that case, then I'm just going to go with something I've watched recently. Okay. And uh, it's about as as grown up as you like. So this is definitely not child friendly next week. Yeah. Uh, Bad blood. Just finished watching season two of this. Um, It's based on the mafia in Quebec, in Canada. Um, It stars Mm. a guy called Kim Coates, who actually sort of uh, co-produces it. He was in Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Um, Always plays a a slightly weird character, but plays the gangster really well. Um, And what's that called again, sorry? Bad Blood. So that's what we're going to put against. Bad Blood. That's what I'm going to go for, mate. So what are you thinking? Oh, okay. So it's a bit dramatic. Grown up, drugs, guns, violence. Whoa. Lots of killings. Okay. I've got it. Go on in. I'm going to win. It's a British classic. I'm not sure. I'm going to win. Cracker. Never heard of it. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No, never heard of it. Robbie Coltrane. Never heard of it. It, um, I got you. Come on, now you oh, okay. for that. <laughs> one of the one of the best British. Although it was I'm pretty, Luth- sure, I'm pretty sure I've not seen the pilot. It was Luther before Luther, basically. Okay. Um, God, on. this is going to be good. All right. Yeah. Game on. Okay, okay, let's do it. Cracker versus Bad Blood next yeah. week, and we're very happy to take suggestions from you. Thank you, Michael, for the suggestion of the Americans. Yes. Um, I'll I'll tweet you with the take and details and such, so you can have a listen to that episode, see what you think yep. first. Um, but if you've got a song, uh, it's got a song, then send us that. Um, but if you've got a suggestion <laughs> for a TV show, yep. that'll be more useful for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, hashtag put it on the list yes. and tweet us. Jed Shepherd. You can find me at Jed Shepherd on Twitter. J e d s h e p h e r d. And I'm at the Jellyman. That's T h double e Jellyman. Uh, and that's take 90 next week Cracker versus Bad Blood yep. and next week we will be doing the show Sans Trousers without trousers okay do you know why because rules are the same mate yep <laughs> stunned my line I was going to so say that at the end <laughs> was you yeah uh, I was going to wait for you to say see you later alligator I was going to go rules are the same mate <laughs> I knew my new outline <laughs> well <laughs> I'm going to say it now so see you later alligator No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. In a wild crocodile. Do you know why you messed that up? Why? Rules are the same, mate. (laughs)